my radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape. In conversation with Adila Fortune. Oeskap, weeskap, skrik wakker en hoop, gaap. <laughs> Want jy is ingeskakel by die stem van die kaap. As jy dit aangesluit het, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Good afternoon and welcome to another fabulous edition only on VOC 91.3. I'm joined in the studio by marketing coordinator of Muslim Hands, Mr. Nazir Varia. Assalamu alaikum. Alaikum salam. How are you? Alhamdulillah, you? I'm good, Alhamdulillah. And Sheikh Hasim Pek, Assalamu alaikum to you. Wa alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I've got to tell my listeners, now this is not visual, so obviously I can't share these specs, but wow, 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 you know, um, you guys are doing such great work, Sheikh. Nazir, I think I want to kick off with you and perhaps chat about, you know, what happened. You know, your visits to Malawi and the involvement and getting down to, to assisting and just that feeling of giving back. Gee, well, uh, as you know, we've been, uh, we are locally registered NGO since 1996 in South Africa, 1993 uh, in the UK. And we've always uh, collected funds through our ca- various campaigns like Africa on Edge, things like that. And the uh, recipients of those, uh, the, the beneficiaries of those funds were in Malawi. But uh, this year, shukr, with the grace of Allah, we decided that we can send a team down and see it for ourselves and see the work on the ground. And I must say, from what we hear, it was life-changing. Um, I can well imagine, yeah, just yeah, taking a look at these photographs. And it's uh, something that uh, you know shakes your perception of what's normal. And uh, we're talking basic needs here that these people uh, don't have. And something so simple as getting water every day is a two, three-hour um, task and it, it was and something. And it's a schlep, it's a total mission. And also, Sheikh, taking a look at one of these pics here, you know, where you look at the bathroom and the toilet, and where we have the convenience of having all of that separate. You know, that is all just yeah. no. what a blessing. Yes, most definitely. Hmm? Okay, so I want to move on to, and I think this is very important to discuss here today: the importance of charity. Gee, uh, that's one thing we wanted to highlight, especially with uh, Ramadan around the corner and a lot of our projects coming uh, up. So our resident uh, Alim and also is a project coordinator, Sheikh Hashim Pek, he will give us a little uh, brief thing on why it's important and things like that. Sheikh? Sheikh? <laughs> We always take our inspiration and we take our guidance from the Quran. And today I want to share an ayat with all of us where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions in Surah Tawbah, verse 71. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions Allah speaks to us believers, men and women. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that the men and women, they are awliya, helpers, supporters, friends and protectors of one another. They enjoin unto people 
Al-Ma'roof, that is the oneness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, goodness, kindness, and they forbid people from munkar, that is disbelief in darkness and all the evil things that related to that, and all that Islam has forbidden for them to do. They perform as-salah and they give zakah and obey Allah and His Messenger. Allah will have His mercy on them. Surely Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is almighty and all-wise. Sadaqallahu al-Azim. So here in this ayah, just very briefly, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows us who we are and the importance that we are here and what we are here to do on this dunya. That is to support one another, to assist one another and at the end of the day to be just and kind and to spread that uh, uh, spirituality or that sense of equality, brotherhood and justice. And uh, as Sister has mentioned now and Brother Nazir as well, if we look at our recent visits to Malawi, subhanAllah, and I look at the, uh, you know, the, 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 the difference, the vast difference between our lifestyle and their lifestyle at the villages. We visited three, uh, four villages, two different districts, subhanAllah, as I just showed the pictures to uh, Sister Adila now, that a simple net uh, based, uh, wrapped around four mm. poles, that is the communal bathroom and Foy toilet, subhanAllah. So here in this ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reminds us that we are there to support one another and to assist one another. And if, you know, in another, uh, in the hadith, Nabi Muhammad mentions, if part of us, the ummah is as one, if part is bleeding or they're in pain, then the whole ummah comes out in fever. Then we all feel that pain. So uh, I can tell uh, Sister Adla and our beloved guest here also that it was a real eye-opener for me. I always read about, you know, what's happening in Africa. Right. But to see, and this wasn't even as deep in Africa as our neighboring country. But subhanAllah, uh, as we go through, um, I can just mention that we went to a village called, uh, we went through to two districts. The one was um, Sharad Zulu. The Muslim Hands, Alhamdulillah, has a school of excellence established quite a few years ago already. And they have a housing, of, uh, they are catering for 186 orphans, Alhamdulillah. And they are by the nearby villages. And Sister Adelaide, by saying nearby villages, it's a shame that poor children, they have to walk six to eight kilometers. Maximum to the school And uh, you know um, We provide them with shoes They get everything for free at, at that school Alhamdulillah But one thing we discovered And our local uh, officer there At our um, office there in, in Malawi Our coordinator there says that Sometimes you still find children coming without shoes And I asked him Why are you coming with this? He said no mommy had to sell the shoes Because it's a choice between food and, and shoes so and when we went from the school to few of the villages was Jojeli, Makwanda village and Mapun, Mapun Wia, Mapun Yiwa, something like I'm still struggling with the pronunciation. But when we arrived there, after hours the children returned and we got this one child with you know walking bare feet. Subhanallah. And at that space, I think I brought a picture also to Sister Adla, where we found when we came there, these are children that made it to the nearby um, uh, pump, water well pump. And they are pumping for water, so they travel the distance to come to that well, to the, the water pump, and they are pumping for water. They are children that are not privileged to go to school. So they don't have, they haven't got that uh, capacity financially or so on, or there wasn't place at our school, we have a limited capacity, the line, the queue is long. But anyway, alhamdulillah, at this village we met at, at Georgia Lee, 
We met uh, the, uh, uh, quite a few widows with uh, children of five or six and so on. And if you look at the how the homes, it's a simple mud home. And Sister Adila, you know, if you come in our homes, <laughs> you have a stove, you have a high-level oven, you have all the things, dishwasher. Uh, I'm telling you, we came in those homes and there was not one cupboard. We never saw a bed. We just see the hall and the floor. And when we look above the roof, it's a uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, thatched roof, but it's not the one that we know here that will keep out the rain. Rain comes right through. And uh, they ask even or they appeal for a plastic lining that goes in there. And those homes that has that, those people are considered as rich. They are considered as being wealthy. Subhanallah. How we came dare we complain? Definitely. That was my very same sentiment when I returned. And if I look at Makwanda village, we came there. And this was so significant. Our country manager, Mr. Imran Romani, he was blown. It was mind-blowing for him. He was busy at this one home. The, our coordinators, they take us to the homes and introduce us to the people. And we asked, we understand these five children now. Why you have another 40? Have you got nine children? And she said, no. Her neighbor uh, passed on. And this is her children of four. And already the, the one that we're speaking to, she's a widow. She has five children. She said, so she adopted those four children. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. And she barely has nothing. Uh, we came to another village called Mapon uh, Yiwa. And that was um, a, a village that is known as a child-headed home village. In that village, we met a young uh, girl by the name of Vanessa. She's only 15 years old. Sister Adla, she is taking care. She heads this home. Her parents passed on. She heads this home and taking care of all the children in the home. So she's like the mother, the father, and everything. And subhanAllah, Muslim hands did some work there, uh, living with the food and so onwards, and monetary wherever we could manage to give him. We went further. That's in the district of Sherat Zulu. We further journeyed on the next day to a village, uh, to a district called Chikwawa. And um, in there was a village called Chambo. Chambo was listed or earmarked as uh, uh, the World Food Program, uh, listed that as one of the crisis areas. So they had no crops, they had nothing like that. So alhamdulillah, about a, I think a few weeks prior to us arriving on the scene, uh, the local office gave out uh, quite a few tons of, of grain and of maize and oil. And they were so thankful for that. And what we're busy doing, or we did just before we left, is trying to arrange them seeds so that they could plant for the next crop to come. And that is what they asked. They're not Gee, asking I, for this and that. They're just asking for seeds so that they can be self-sufficient. I think the amazing thing is not nobody that we met asked for money or yes. even charity per se. Yeah, they all said, yeah. no, give us something that we can use to, to make our lives yes. better. So they wanted seeds and yeah. or another classroom in the school. And uh, yeah. the only thing more amazing than the level of poverty was the spirit of these people. And uh, you, You've got to admire that. Yeah, you, yeah, the contentment they have, I, uh, it's, it's not even contentment that we have, all that we have. In something life. that we're longing for. Mm. And with the simplest of things and so much they're lacking, but they're happy and they carry on going and they're asking us, give us seeds, give us, give us things that can change our lives, don't give us money. And uh, that was by far the most amazing thing to me. I can well imagine. Ons tijd is ongelukkig op, but um, I'm going to give an additional two minutes to Sheikh Hasim Peck. Okay, I'm showing, I'm sitting here with a picture mm-hmm. and... Uh, 
this person, I would rather say it like that, captured my heart. She came to, we were having a, uh, at the Chikwawa village, and she came there, and she asked the neighbor just to give her possessions, the only possessions she has in life. And that was, of course, the clothes on the back that she currently has. Wow. That's the only thing she has. And two pots. As you can see, the state of that pot, subhanAllah. I think when we have that kind of pot, we will throw it on the, on the, 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 the scrapyard. But this is two, a big one and a small one. That is her position in life. And again, you ask the question, Sheikh, where's the gratitude? Yes, and she thanks us. You know, before she spoke and she, she was speaking, she was a representative of the woman, the, almost like a woman's forum. Women's Forum, and she first took about uh, 10, if not 15 minutes just to thank us before she went about to explain their condition. So much for us to learn, most definitely. Just want to end off with a, a, had, uh, a hadith where Nabi Muhammad sallam mentioned Ma talafa malum fi barrin aw bahrin illa bihabsin zakat. Aw kamakal Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam when Nabi Muhammad mentions that wealth shall not, your wealth shall not be destroyed, whether on land or sea, except by the withholding of your zakat dues. So we can well imagine if we disperse our zakat where it is needed, if it's a part, it's a must, we have to do it. How life-changing it can be for those around us, right here in South Africa, Agreed. and those our neighboring countries. Inshallah. If I can just close with giving the details of how you can Additional contact us. Additional two minutes to use, <laughs> <sir>. <laughs> <laughs> No, Definitely. just going forward. So we do have the projects running. We have a cam- uh, campaign called Africa on Edge. Uh, you can go online, www.muslimhands.org.za. You can donate there. You can call our office uh, in Rylands on 021-633-6413. And you can donate to that campaign. That money is going to uh, not only Malawi, but uh, other countries like Somalia, and a few other ones that also need our help. And uh, Sheikh mentioned Zakat. We can confirm that uh, where our school is, the village and the district where our school is and the projects we are doing there, we have verified that they qualify as recipients of Zakat. So you can specify for us if you wanted to go there. And gee, inshallah, with your help and uh, everybody else, we can make a difference. Inshallah. Sure. It's just one thing I, I slept up. Shukran, uh, Sister Adla, is that uh, the school, we have a school there. The school is currently at standard four. It has to run to standard eight. So we have class up until standard four so we are very much our priority now is completing the remaining classrooms for the primary school so that the children are able to complete at least the primary school curricula inshallah so if you are there and you don't know what to do and you have money or you have business or you have an idea you just have a near assist us all the little bits help towards completing this school and all these classrooms for these children that really makes a world of a difference inshallah there's a lot of wisdom in saying it's a little bit that help you know so please please pledge your support listeners log on to www.muslimhands.org.za Call them up on 021-633-6413. That is 021-633-6413. And uh, shukran so much to you for joining me in the studio and for all the great work that both of you, that the entire crew is doing at Muslim Hand. Shukran so much. And as-salamu alaykum. And that was Sheikh Hasim Peck and Marketing Coordinator of Muslim Hands, Mr. Nazir Avadia. The number in finale keer 6336413. That is 021-633-6413. My radio station, your radio station, our radio station, the voice of the Cape.
conversation with Adila Fortune.